0: today on growth mindset university
1: i called into work the next day i put in my two weeks i call my grad school i'm like this ain't happening i'm starting a business so within one month
0: you're listening to growth mindset university educating tomorrow's leaders with lessons from today's entrepreneurial elite It's a progressive new age of business we find ourselves in, and we'll help you find the success you seek by listening to today's industry professionals and thought leaders teach us the lessons we should have learned in school but didn't. Now, please welcome your host, Jordan Paris.
1: I think that's a completely different skill that I had to develop. You know what I mean? It is. It is. like I'm very good at solo podcasts, but.
2: I was you know. really, I was really terrible at interviewing in the beginning, but really? definitely, like, it takes a lot of practice, and then a lot of deliberate practice, and right. But the solo episodes, they take a lot of prep. You have to be like really. <laughs> yeah, prepared.
1: that's the thing. It's like that. What that's what killed you can't me. Just get them. on and talk. But I was building a membership site at the time too, and yeah. that really helped me back. But
2: so, I'll introduce you. Cool, Catherine. Can I call you Cat sometimes?
1: Yes, Cat. Okay. I go by Cat.
2: I yeah, figure. My guest today is. The lovely, wonderful Katherine Nash, Katherine Katz is a six-figure fitness coach with over three hundred thousand followers on Instagram, helping thousands of women transform their bodies in just eight weeks. And I promise you, the before and after pics that I've seen online are astonishing. Countless, right? How yeah. Much, how many like how many before and after pics have, I mean, like,
1: hundreds, yeah, hundreds, right. hundreds. Right. Yeah.
2: Her own journey of going from scoliosis to deadlifting three times her body weight as captivated <laughs> readers of women's health, shape, and other prestigious publications. Kat, Catherine Nash, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. What an intro.
2: Thank wow. you. Yeah. So, minibuttmighty.co. I want to make sure when people <clears throat> hear something that they're curious about today, when they want to... When, when they get curious and we want to, you know, learn a little bit more about Kat and what she does and, and what you do, you know, with your fitness coaching. And, you know, right. I want to make sure that people can find you at mighty mighty dot co, co Not dot .com.
1: And I then, wish it were, but it's, right. it's, oh, it's
2: .com. Probably not available.
1: No, wasn't available. It sucks. People just, like, squat on it.
2: Right? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, like, at Jordan Paris on – so, Lauren Tickner, our mutual friend um, – we met as I as we yeah. were talking beforehand that we like literally missed each other in Miami, you and I, by like two hours right. uh, last week. And I left, and, and you came in, and then you guys all went to dinner. But um, Lauren was like, I, my my uh, Instagram was at j underscore paris underscore. Yeah, and she was like, Jordan, the underscores are not cute. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, someone
1: took it, right? Someone took your username
2: at j underscore paris. Without an underscore at the end, not available. Right. At J Paris, not available.
1: Right.
2: Understandable. At Jordan Paris, not available. Right. At Jordan dot Paris, unavailable. Right. At Jordan underscore Paris, not available. Like yeah. literally, we tried every combination. So now, it's <coughs> at I am Jordan Paris with uh, periods between each. Between each. Uh, that looks word. better. Cleaner. It, it does, but I'm gonna try. Lauren Lauren's helping me helping me out giving me some some
1: <laughs> I'm Try and
2: get at Jordan Paris cause this person at Jordan Paris has not posted since
0: 2012.
2: Really? And I'm like, dude, it's been eight years, so I, I can definitely get that. Yeah, account. so hopefully by the time this is a, That's smart a couple months from now that maybe I'll have at Jordan Paris, who knows? but cool. anyway, at <laughs> Mighty. On Insta on Instagram with an underscore at the end, but I'm sure if people yeah. just look up many,
1: maybe, yeah, just, it'll it'll like,
2: pop up. It'll just pop up because it yeah. is pretty unique.
1: I'm yeah, sure, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm sure in Google too, it probably just pops right up. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So <laughs> I was I told you I warned you this question was coming. That uh, that I asked our friend Ashton over there when we were in <laughs> Kava an hour ago. Who is Catherine? Oh
1: wow, that is such a hard question. I don't know why. Um, I am from Boston, Massachusetts. I moved to Florida about a year and a half ago to pursue my dreams as an online fitness coach. And today, I am coaching- Only a year ago. Only a year ago. Really? I started, yeah. I Why don't I just you. backtrack and talk about my story a little sure, bit? That sure. kind of you know, ties everything yeah, in. So, here, yeah. cool. So I, when I was 13 years old, I was diagnosed with scoliosis. You know, I was a super competitive gymnast and super athletic, and I had a really crooked spine. And my spine literally looks like a lizard. Like, if you were to look at the yeah. x-ray, it was, it was pretty gross. Yeah. And it was so bad, I could not focus in school, so I, you know, I went to like, the doctor.
2: It was, it was like a painful thing? Yeah, my like, back was like, yeah.
1: Like, my shoulders were like, it's a so, little so scary, weird. it's a scary. I was really yeah. insecure. And I, you know, got an x-ray done, and the doctor looked at it and he goes, yo, like, you're going to be a hunchback by the time you're 30, so you need to get surgery. I was 13. So I got that surgery, and I was in back pain for about four years after. Couldn't continue any no, I, sports because— surgery doesn't fix it right away. It, it fixes it, but all your muscles are torn up. They literally had to cut through every muscle to get to your spine, you know, yeah. drill in some 14-inch rods. So I had these rods in my back, had to relearn how to walk and everything. So physical I— Physical
2: therapy?
1: I didn't do any no? physical
2: therapy, no. Were, did they advise you to-
1: they did, but I just, I was in school. I was very focused on academics. I'm like, all right, I'm not athletic anymore. Just focus on school. But I ended up at the nurse's office twice a day, every day, for about two, three years. Mm-hmm. So I am shocked that my organs are not completely destroyed from all that medication. Oh, but my I, gosh. I, I, know, yeah. I know, I know. Don't even get so me started. <laughs>
2: I never, I stay away from, like,
1: ibuprofen. any sort of
2: med- Oh, yes, ibuprofen. Like, people are just popping that stuff, like... Nothing. Like I was on the cheerleading yeah. team, and like you just pop, like people just pop that stuff, you know? Right. Uh, like, like nothing. And it's really, it, it's like a ty- It's like a bomb in your yeah. gut microbiome. Oh yeah. Were, yeah. yeah. We so I had gut issues. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can bet I had gut issues. Um, I had a lot of health issues.
2: Did it? Did <laughs> was there a point where you were overweight? Because that, you know, that might. Oh, be
1: I got it. I got chunky. So oh. everyone should know I got chunky. Um, and keep in mind, I grew up with seven siblings. Six brothers who were all athletes, and a sister who took my place became a super competitive cheerleader and gymnast. Excelled, and I'm just the chubby, overweight one. Uh-huh. So, so that was rough growing up. Um, I had a really hard have time. They, have the
2: tables turned?
1: Now? Right. It was. Have it, they? It. It was I rough. Mean,
2: you're, I mean, you're like you got it going on now. It's
1: changed. Things have changed, yeah. right? So, I um, decided one day I, you know, tried out for four different sports teams. And I got cut where I didn't make a single team. High school? High school. I remember uh, I was trying out for lacrosse. And I was like, a little like, you know, because I remembered myself as an athlete. And And (laughs) I remember. You ever
2: played lacrosse before? No. I was just, I can do you know. It's a hard sport.
1: It is. It is. So within the first five minutes, the coach is like, all right, everyone, you're going to run a mile around the block. And I'm like, you know, easy. I was the very last person. There was about over 60 girls, and I was the very last person to finish. Mm. And I was humiliated because I was so out of shape. And I came home, and I'm like, you know, sitting on my bed, hunched over. like, well, shoot. I'm chubby. I'm overweight. (laughs) What am I going to do with my life? So I realized, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just hit the gym. I decided to go with my dad. I'm like, all right, well, this is my last resort. I'm not going to just. Stay chubby and miserable all my life. Take I'm not going to myself
2: gonna, out of this whole right,
1: I'm not going to play yeah. victim. So I decided to hit the gym. Well,
2: how do you do that? I mean, it feels so good. I still do it. It feels really good to host a pity party.
1: Yes. I used to, yeah. oh, yeah. Don't even get it. Yeah. I've I changed a like, lot.
2: I, I feel know. like you can do it for maybe like a short period of time, at, you know, when something right. happens to you, but that, like a, a, you can't let it go on
1: too right, long. And right. you got to like just. Snap I realized it. it. I think I just realized one day I was like, what is this doing for me? Yeah. You well, know, it's temporary comfort. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you get temporary comfort. but It like, feels
2: really good.
1: Yes. Like,
2: <laughs> feels really good to, like, make this dramatic story and, like, talk about, like, oh, you know, like, why, you know, all this stuff that happens to me. And, right. You know. And, I
1: think and, I also became very aware of people who threw pity parties, and it was so unattractive to me. I'm like, it shoot, is. am I being like
2: that? It's unattractive. So
1: I'm glad I had that self-awareness at such a young age. And so I realized, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be that person. So I started working out. And of course, you know, when you're just starting out, I did like two shoulder machines. The one, You know, you look at the little picture on the weights. Sure. But, but I would never go over 10 pounds because I didn't want to get bulky, right? Mm-hmm. That was my fear. So I would do about 40 minutes on the elliptical, run to the corner, do 10-minute abs, check yeah. in the mirror, lift up the shirt, <laughs> see the, the little, oh, shoot. and At um, Life Fitness? No, it was actually a ho- gym at home. Yeah. So I continued that throughout throughout high school. So I started when I was about a sophomore, and throughout those three years in high school, I saw no results. I felt better, but I and I became hooked because I, you know, I started getting stronger. My back pain was slowly dissipating, but I did not see changes. And that's what really motivated me. I became mm-hmm. really results driven. Like you know what? If I'm going to go to the gym every day, why not work hard? Sure. Why not set goals?
2: So it was happening. It wasn't happening for you, the results, yes. because you were just going too easy on yourself. Right. Like, oh, I'm here.
1: Right. I'm like, here anyways. I'm going to still work out, so why not sure. set up goals? Uh-huh. So I actually continued hey, not get, seeing let's results. Get the,
2: let's get the telephone off the, off the table.
1: Let's oh, sorry. I, I feel it vibrate. Oh, shoot. So- <laughs>
2: sorry, I'm OCD with the podcast. That's
1: all right. So <laughs> I um, went to college, and I continued training yeah. kind of mindlessly um, for another two years. So it was about almost Mindlessly 6 years training. Yes, I would still train like a beast. I started lifting heavier weights, but I did not track anything. Huge fitness mistake. Did not track anything really? my eating. No.
2: You're sp- I mean, so so you're an advocate of tracking everything.
1: Oh yeah. Really? I'll talk more about that after.
2: I'm okay cuz I, I want to cuz I'm I'm, in, I'm the opposite, but continue along your story. We're going to talk about that.
1: Okay, so yeah. I would just train like a beast. Yeah.
2: Hey Nat, do you have a pen? Do you happen to have a pen on you? No. Okay. So you train like a beast.
1: I would train like a beast for about, you know, this is six years of just going at it. And I hardly saw any changes. And what really, the biggest turning point was when I showed a friend um, a before and after picture. I was just like so psyched. You know, I thought I was Uh seeing results. And she looked at the phone, the before and after. She like stared at it. And then she stared at it. Kind of turned her head a bit. She goes, (laughs) I mean, I see a little like. You know, like she couldn't see results, and that's when I was just heartbroken.
2: I'm mm-hmm. like, "Cat, get your
1: shit together! Like, get it together!" Sure. And so that's when I started taking things more seriously. And that's when I like, okay, you know what? I gotta set up a plan. I gotta do my research, and that's when I really delve into my research. Um,
2: but you really thought when you were showing her that picture, like you really thought in your mind, like there was a there was a difference. little bit, okay, a little
1: bit. But I was psyched about that, those small changes. Sure. So, so. so getting into
2: the research? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And what, so. What, what were your methods of, of research?
1: I, uh, it was tough because I would get my sources from like Cosmopolitan magazine. Uh-huh. Oh, five ways to burn belly fat. And like, and then I realized no. obviously over time that that's not a very valid source of information. So I started doing research articles. I actually changed my major from business to health science so that I could master this. I was so determined. And honestly, as silly as it was, I did not think twice about my back pain. I did not think twice about like, oh, maybe I'll hurt myself. I just wanted to get in shape. I hated looking the way I looked.
0: Mm.
1: I hated being like weak. And I was like, you know what, I don't care. So I just started pushing myself. I started stacking on more weights and unintentionally just got crazy strong. Back pain went away. I don't remember when the back pain went away. I just didn't care. You know, so I was so driven by those changes. It's like, ah, you know.
2: You, would you go on? Uh, ever gone PubMed.gov? Yes.
1: Yes. I did, of course. Well, now I. Now I, I did research yeah. in college, we're, so like we're I, the
2: same type of weirdo. Then yeah. I, I go on there for fun. I used. I to. still do. Yeah, yeah still exactly. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> so then I learned trustworthy sources over time, which sure, is yeah. yeah.
2: But then there's like another level to it, like as I've been learning recently, like how how they conducted right the, the study.
1: I would always look at the limitations too. Sure. Okay, how many people were in it? Um. And you know all the other factors, and then Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: Like you could say, you know, someone could say, "I'm just talking out of my ass here." Like eggs cause cancer, but like it wasn't. But what what the a sad omission here is that like okay. But all the participants or like 50% of the participants were like heavy smokers. Right. Right, you know? right. So right. you could really easily what like What were the confounding factors that
1: actually exactly? Sure,
2: exactly. Right. So how did so so you you're looking past all that, you, it seems like you know what you're doing with the research. And so like right. what are the what are some of the things that you found that like really shifted like the way that, that you lived?
1: The way that I lived. Yeah. I um, I mean, the
2: way that you exercised, the way that you ate.
1: Right. Ooh, I have a story.
2: Sure. Oh, I love stories. <laughs> right. we, we love so, stories.
1: So, I was in college, I was a sophomore, and I was pretty broke. I didn't have a job at the time. And I knew I needed help. So, I invested in a program, in a booty program. <laughs> a booty
0: program.
1: I'm not going to tell you the name of the coach, but sure. it was supposed to be personalized. I spent $300, I think it was more than that, and I received a super strict meal plan, and it was like, all right, for breakfast, you're going to have three eggs and a handful of blueberries. Mm. Next meal is like three almonds and almond milk or something stupid like that. And so I would adhere to that for about four days max. And then my, my best friend, Ash, out here, I would call her up at 10 at night. Freaking panting! I need froyo because <laughs> yeah. I could not adhere to it. So, I I then tried different fad diets. Um, I just was the epitome of a yo-yo dieter. Yeah, stick to it for three days, quit, start back up again. That's like an extreme yo-yo, right. though. Right? Yeah. Right. I was never like a binge eater, like never had any of that, those extremes, mm. but I just wanted results. And like, that was my primary goal. So then I decided to do more research. I actually, I was like, all right, what's the fastest way I can learn the most information um, and shortcut my way so I don't have to skip sure. through the BS. Right. So I just started Googling, OK, top researchers in fitness, Brad Schoenfeld, you know, mm. um, Alan mm. Aragon. And then I just started following up with them. And I they do—they you know they do literature reviews. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm just gonna review what they know so I don't have to do the research, mm-hmm. right? So I don't have to dig through the other papers. I'm like, all right, I want the shortcut. So I would learn from them. Great. And then I would read books from the experts. I'm like, oh my gosh, why uh-huh. did I do this a while ago? Sure.
2: So further along your journey, you're starting to pick yourself up. Right. And and then some, right? And right. then and then it just becomes maybe natural for you to Become a fitness coach.
1: Right. Right. How did right. that come about?
2: Like, were people asking you for,
1: you know, advice, a- advice
2: and then, you know, you saw this, like, demand maybe? I- yes. I'm putting words in your mouth, but tell yeah, me. Yeah,
1: so I, believe it or not, um, by the senior year of college, that was probably my fifth, sixth year of actually training. Mm-hmm. Probably, I think, fifth year. And I, know um, it was more than that. But I never, not once, ever got advice or sought advice from a stranger. Like, I was known as the girl at the gym, but I was never known as the fit chick, Uh which is sad. Because that just shows, wow, Kat, you wasted all those years. I don't want to say wasted, but I just didn't fully know what I was doing. And so, until I started seeing the results, that's when people came to me. And they're like, all right, Kat, like, I want your coaching. Um, I started my Instagram, actually, sophomore year, junior year of college, um, how is
2: that starting out so you're like everyone everyone's starting I mean I don't know about it at that time did ever did everyone and their mother have a fitness account at that time like they do now
1: I did it more I actually started as a fashion page oh. I wanted to put something on my resume for college yeah and I realized I'm like wait my passion's fitness so why not post fitness stuff so I was like all right I do it for accountability and then girls started following. Mm -hmm. They started following along with my journey. I was just real vulnerable. I just shared my story and just attracted people in. I was just like, you know, within months, I was like, all right, one day this is gonna turn into a business. So I, um, towards the end of college, I was actually on track to become a physical therapist or do something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And I was planning on going to grad school, right? And I graduated, lived at home, trying to save up for graduate school. I still have my Instagram is still growing and so I always had this mindset okay eventually I want to start a business I don't know what but I have to do it and I kind of let that fear get get the best of me so I was like all right I'm just gonna take the easy route go to grad school so for one year
2: the easy route
1: the quote-unquote easy route right
2: yeah right why, that's why, what I thought why is it the easy route why that's, did you why did you see it like that
1: I Could, just thought that's what my parents told me right that that's what society tells you, and I it, believed it
2: exactly. You don't. You don't necess- Maybe you don't necessarily. And if I'm putting in incorrect words in your mouth, let me know. Maybe you know you don't know what to do with your life yet exactly, and you're like or okay. Or let let running me delay. a business
1: is actually very quote unquote risky. So don't chase that yet until you have yeah. a secure let backup del- plan. Let me
2: delay the the decision to to go chase that by going to grad school right. and taking out some right. loans. And, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So, it was a year. I was living at home for one year. I worked five different jobs, job to job to job, working as a bartender and waitress.
2: Not at the same time. Right?
1: No. Okay. No. Sometimes I worked two jobs at the same time, sure. but the money was awful. It was always the worst bar possible. No, right? And so, I kind of took that as a sign. Like, and you, you right.
2: had what to, so you had a degree in? Health science. And you were, uh, be, like, being a bartender. Right? Yeah. Uh But the thing is that
1: the jobs were long-term. And I'm like, you know what? My goal is grad school, so I'm not going to take a long-term job, you know? So I was like, all right, I just need to save up so I can move to Florida. And so it wasn't until one day. It was in March. I remember this clearly. It was in March. I woke up one day. It was a cold, snowy day, and I put on my blue polo with a black skirt. Keep in mind, dead of winter. Miserable, and I was just sulking. And I looked in the mirror. I'm like, all right, like back to work oh my god showed up um and i remember slipping on the way to work i'm like freaking heck you know freezing cold showed up and not i think there's one customer that entire day it was dead brand new place so no tip money no tip money so i remember clocking out after a full day work with four dollars in my hand was
2: it a double shift of like eight hours it was a
1: long shift i think it was like six seven hours and i remember hellish Yeah, $4, and I sat in the car. I came back to my car, sat down, and I just, like, looked at the $4, (laughs) like, what are you doing with your life? And I started crying, and I was like, all right, this is it. I called into work the next day. I put in my two weeks. I called my grad school. I'm like, this ain't happening. I'm starting a business. So within one month, I'm like, all right, going in. I didn't even tell my parents. I didn't even tell my parents. So within one month, I listened to podcasts. I was like, all right, well, I'm dirt broke. I have no money. What can I do? What free information mm-hmm. can I do to start a business? So I listened to podcasts and I just read, listen, to audiobooks, like at least three, four a day. I took notes. Keep in mind, ah, I, had no, I, that. I had no business experience. I graduated with health Sorry. science. I'm like, all right. So I used that one month, developed a PDF, sold it on Instagram.
2: How many followers made, did you have at that time?
1: I think like 60, 70K. But I didn't know oh. how to sell. I didn't know how to sell.
2: So, what, so you had like 60,000, 70,000 followers. I Did think. You see, no, I
1: think it was actually 40. Okay. I think it was like really low.
2: You, bottom but line, low you worked. have more than the average yeah. person. You have a, some sort of following. And yeah. so you sell. Try selling this, what
1: And it was very, very slow at first. Uh-huh. The sales were slow, but I just pushed at it. I was like, all right, by the end of the week, I'll make some money. With the, By the end of the week, I immediately became a six-figure earner.
2: By the end of the week?
1: By the end of the week. Really? I had enough to pay off my debt, college debt. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> if you can do this in one week. I'm like, in a month, study right. all this, I'm like, that was just the confidence I needed to continue this, right? So I took that money. I'm like, all right, let's try it again. So I launched another program. Same result. I took that money, and I invested in a coach. Yep. I'm like, all right, time Vince, to scale, right? baby. Yeah. Yep, I hired Vince. Started working with him. He helped me. Right now, I'm not working with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he helped me for the time being, but right now, I'm you know focusing on a new project. Mm-hmm. But since then, the rest is history. Moved to Florida, and I've been in this for a year and a half. That's it. That's it. Anything is possible, baby. Anything I is know. possible.
2: I love it. So, uh, so a year and a half ago, you really didn't have much going on, right? And now, so like after like just selling PDFs, like what was. What was the next step for you? Like, what do your programs look like nowadays?
1: Right now, I have a membership site that's a $30 just workouts, mainly just workouts. Mm -hmm. Women who sign up get monthly workouts, Um, private Facebook group access.
2: I was noticing, is it only like a six month thing?
1: They can pay um, less money for the six months of workouts. Okay. So that's kind of like a little deal I
2: have. But if you pay by the month, is it like 30 for only six months?
1: Um, No, for however long. Sure. It's going to keep going, evergreen.
2: see what you're saying. All right, I get it now.
1: Right. So I have that. That's kind of like my low-ticket offer. And then I have my Bombshell Body Program, which is my $200 offer. Mm -hmm. That's just a PDF. They can just click, boom. You know, easy, easy What's a
2: Bombshell Body?
1: Bombshell Body. It is my (laughs) – it's an eight-week program. Mm -hmm. Um, Eight weeks of workouts, but you have everything about flexible dieting. Everything I wish I knew through those eight eight years of trial, like eight years of training, into one guy.
2: What's flexible dieting?
1: Flexible dieting is pretty much you can achieve whatever results you want by tracking the food intake. So, like, let's say you want to lose so, fat, so you we track your calories. The, here we're getting
2: to the tracking. Okay. That
1: you're not a go- Yeah. So,
2: so why, so why are we a fan of tracking?
1: I'm a fan of tracking because I need ice cream and pizza. Right? Okay. I feel like you're like a really healthy eater. I am, but I'm all about balance. Sure.
2: I love pizza. It's but my favorite. But the thing is, is yes. <laughs> but only I can't have it but in think Florida. About, There's okay. no good pizza in Florida. Only Philadelphia and like New York. Oh, okay. Oh, and, all right. and
1: But think about my clients.
2: The water's different How here. can you
1: go from Okay, so my typical client yeah. They eat pizza every day, like buffalo wings, all that. How can they go from that to a completely clean diet? It's like impossible. Sure. So I that's kind of my selling point is like yo, you can still eat that. You gotta have your greens. you gotta balance it, but we're not gonna completely get rid of that lifestyle. It's the easiest transition for them. And it's a good way to guarantee.
2: Guarantee what?
1: Guarantee results. Okay.
2: So how often are we having say pizza?
1: In a week. Um,
2: How often can we have that? And still, I don't believe
1: in cheap meals or anything. I believe like okay, um, you want to have like eighty percent of your food clean, whole, clean sure. foods. Twenty percent. If you want ice cream, here's a healthier alternative. Let's fit it in, so you're not completely depriving yourself.
2: Does not that make sense? yeah, not a, so not a cheap meal. Like, no,
1: because I don't want them to think what, good foods versus one bad piece foods. of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kay. not going to say you can eat a whole box because it's, I like to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is, that I think in terms, like, I teach them in terms of the macros, like, the, the nutrients in yeah. it. You know what I mean? I see pizza as less nutrients than as sure. kale, right? It's, like, a yeah. less nutrient. It's not bad food, good food. It's just less nutrients. It's mm-hmm. not going to serve your body well. You're not going to feel your best. Mm-hmm. So let's have that in moderation and focus mainly on these.
2: So things. I'm going to ask you what you think of this. My philosophy, the way, like, I personally eat— I have like essentially like a food bank, like a word bank, but right. like all these different foods that that I can eat, and um, so pretty much a lot of a lot of vegetables. Maybe you know under maybe like maximum four ounces of meat per day.
1: Maximum. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, Where do protein? I mean, your I protein? don't, I don't have
2: meat like every meal. Yeah, I, I I get a I get a lot of protein. So I'll have bone broth, pro- protein powder from Ancient Nutrition. Wow. Yeah.
0: Ever, Interesting. I think hear I've that? heard of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Really, really good for the joints. I, I pretend like I'm an old man, um, but
1: organic. I like emo.
2: it. I just don't. I don't know. Just don't like weigh. Um, I feel like I think a lot of people our age, uh, a lot of guys our age, have this like need to like be big. Yeah. Like I don't really have that need. Like, yeah. I just want to be healthy. toned. I just want to keep the abs. Like, I just want to be healthy. Right. I want to have a good health span, you know, like lifespan, but like health span. You know? Right.
1: I'm um, big on that, too. And I do believe right. you got to take care of your body. I do. I sure. do. Look. But I guess I just have a heart for the women who struggle with yeah. dieting. You know, I was that college chick who would binge on ProYo at night, you know? Mm. So I'm like, all right, what's the easiest transition that can guarantee them the results. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. results driven. Like do this these steps fall A B and C, track, you'll get the result. You know, yeah. I don't like the wishy-washy like wishy-washy. may or may not, you know. Mm-hmm. I like like measurable results. Mm-hmm.
2: So so my my thing is um, so I have that food bank and like I just you know, I track nothing and I just eat
1: Whatever, right. whatever I
2: want from there. So you're gonna um,
1: mindful, intuitive eating.
2: Yeah, and like I don't really eat after 7 p.m. Like last night, my last bite of food was at 5:58 p.m. You okay. know, and uh, um, you know, so like I just I just eat like that, and then when I travel, let's say to like, you know, like I, was, I just got back from Israel, and for ten days I just like had whatever I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like there right. was no whenever right. I whenever I travel. That's my flaw. I have whatever, like, it's this yeah. avalanche. Nobody eats un- more unhealthy than I do uh, when, <laughs> when traveling. Wow. Well, yeah. So, but I like, I'm, but when I'm home, I'm perfect. Wow. When I'm away, I'm like 100% unperfect. Wow. Imperfect, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I feel like when I'm 32, you know, 10 years from now, that might be, that could be problematic, you know, because you put on weight a lot faster. Right now, I get away with it. Like, I ate whatever I wanted for 10 days. I ate so much food. And I, 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 I left. I was 144 pounds. I came back. I was 144 pounds.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I was like,
2: how I is this possible? I think you've mastered
1: intuitive eating. Like, uh, you know how to listen to your body. Okay, yeah. I'm content. Stop eating. You,
2: you know? Yeah. You know, Which is a
1: skill. It's definitely mm. a skill that, like, um, so the woman that, that worked with me, I have them tracked so they're aware. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they're like, wow, I'm eating way too many fats sure. in my diet. That's not necessary. Let's increase my carb and protein intake. Mm-hmm. Um, once they master that, they have this hyper-awareness of the food. Then they can move to intuitive eating because they're like, okay, intuitive I should eating. probably have a little bit more. You're an intuitive eater, right? Uh-huh. You know, you are. You are. You. you don't, I don't think you give yourself that label, but you can say, okay, this is – Within my food box, food <laughs> box. <or whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> this is within my food box. I just sorted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's okay. I'm
0: secretly <laughs> a nerd. <laughs> I hey do, guys. Do that too.
2: <laughs> but I so so I have like um, what, I I read you know like what's the Japanese way of uh, kin. uh, I don't know, they're like, the, so, so pretty much Okinawans, they eat till like, essentially they're 80% full, maximum. So when I'm home, that's what I do. Like, I pretty much, my body just like, kinda, I just stopped eating at like 80%. I'm never like, when I am home, I am never ever, under any circumstances, dislike, oh, disgustingly full. And it's funny. I notice when I'm traveling, it's like after the appetizer. I like joke with my friends, and this and it's like legit. It's not even like a joke. It's like after that appetizer, I'm like, this is if I'm if I was at home right now, this is when I would stop eating. Wow. Like this is I'm like kind of full right now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So so I guess I I guess I'm an intuitive eater. Yeah. 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 But I don't track anything. So like so we we went over you know how how you got into health and fitness. That was one of my questions here. We we kind of covered that. Um, you know your aim coming out of college. Yep, got that. Did you ever have? Did you ever have like besides like a serving job, like or in the bartending jobs, like a normal job?
1: <laughs> Babysitter. <laughs> no, actually, uh-huh. I kind of just jumped. Started chasing my dreams. Uh-huh. You know.
2: So, I'm a so. A big risk taker. So. Yeah, abso- absolutely. I love how you just like jump oh in God. instead of like doing <laughs> a pity party. You know, like.
1: No one hey. else is doing. Why not? What's mm-hmm. the worst? I'll just move back at home. Maybe I'll have to pay my parents' rent or something. Mm-hmm. Pay mm-hmm. my parents' So
2: So let's rent. talk, like, let's talk somebody who is, you know, overweight and they're just having trouble, like, taking that weight off. What are some things, and, and they've had a long history of, of you know, trouble, right. you know, dealing with this. What, what are some things that you would suggest to, you know, kickstart those results, you know? And not, I like, think- and not go, like... Floor, not like flooring it, you know, like put. You, you know what I mean? Like, right. like it's
1: completely changed your lifestyle. So yeah, it's, 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 yeah, right. I think you know you've heard that saying: ninety percent of your results come from your diet, right?
2: I believe it. I believe what it. What do you think?
1: I do, to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want someone to start a fitness program and have their eating be like crap because they're not going to see the results. So it's like let's minimize the work. Let's start off small. The first thing I would. Definitely start with is eating. Mm-hmm. And so I just want, I think what I would do um, is have them start tracking their calories, but do it in a way that's easy and sustainable. I'm not going to have them eat 1,200 calories. What I would do is. Yeah, that's not fun. Right, right. But what I would do is just have them just become aware and learn what's in their food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's tracking macros, it's, it's so simple and so easy. And you'll get to the point easily, like my clients get used to it within a week. They're like, oh, it's a piece of cake. All you have to do, click, 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 add it, boom, done. But just to create a where? My fitness,
2: spell, my fitness
1: valve. My fitness valve. So like if you plug in like four ounces of chicken and you're having it the next day, it's already there. Click it, it gets added. How
2: much time does this take per day?
1: Um, I have hacks. I have, like, my snack hacks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have, like, ha- like for instance, I don't meal prep. I don't like to. It's I don't either. Yeah, it's just like, ugh, you know? Yeah. So, what I do... Do you like to cook? No. No. Which is why I have my hacks, because okay. I'm a quote-unquote oh. lazy cooker. So, what I would do is I would take a package, a couple packages of ground turkey, and I would cook that up. I don't even have to weigh it, because it says on the label, like, four ounces, Um four servings. So I'm like, what I do is I just scan you you literally can scan it on my fitness pal. It all gets added and I just divide it by four days. So what I do is I actually stick it in Tupperware. If I want a sandwich, scoop a ground turkey, throw it on pieces of bread, boom. So you you, so you
2: have bread?
1: I eat bread, yeah.
2: What kind of bread?
1: (laughs) Oh God, I'm being tested here. Okay, I'm all about balance. Cat, but that's I, just Cat, an example. I, I ask the tough questions.
2: I told Lauren this last week. I'm I actually said, trying I to cut, cut bread a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I am.
1: I am trying to maximize my health focus because this year is going to be a big year. What's um, happening this year? Uh, I can get into that. I'm yeah, more. yeah. Well, I'm
2: gonna, I'll, I'll, we're going we're gonna to get to Yeah, we'll get okay, to that. Okay, we'll get yeah, to yeah. that.
1: Okay. But... Yeah. That was just an example. Like, if I wanted to make it a salad, I would literally just top it on top of the salad. Or like, you know what I mean? That's my protein. The,
2: yeah, the chicken. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mm, I did that. I had like I had leftover um, uh, you know, pasture raised chicken from oh, uh, pasture raised <laughs> from <laughs> no GMO organic from Whole Foods yeah. cage free. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't even cage free is not good enough. Like in my opinion, you know, yeah. I I take it like pasture raised. Like I, I think that's like a. A step above. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, I, and I just, I cut it up into, or actually, like, I ripped it up. I washed my hands, and I ripped it up and, yeah. and like, threw it into this, this salad, a spinach salad, organic spinach, with uh, Primal Kitchen, I don't know if you know the brand, but Primal yeah. Kitchen honey mustard dressing.
1: Oh, that sounds good. Love it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So simple, like, three things. That actually um, sounds
1: really good. Himalayan
2: pink salt, uh, pepper... Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a great meal. And then I have and I had a natamu.
1: Natamu, yep. yeah.
2: Or yeah, the the, the <laughs> vegan uh, ice cream. I've talked people people know about natamu. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, it's it's so good. It's like sounds like a commercial every time I talk about it. It's not-a-moon. It's the it's the um like it makes it just makes sense. Like dairy um like Cow's milk like like milk from like udders as like the base for ice cream versus like sweet coconut cream. I'm taking the sweet coconut cream base in like Natamu all day. Like I just I love right, it more than right. regular ice cream. I really enjoy it.
1: I'm an ice cream connoisseur. I you love are? Ice cream, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've had Natamu though. I've heard of it.
2: Oh, it's so good. I have a quarter of a pint every single night. <laughs> and
1: okay, healthy eater. <laughs> well, well, still sugar. Quarter of a pint,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. But quarter it's of pint's about not that it's bad. about ten grams of sugar. In that's the like
1: one pint. little scoop. That's like perfect.
2: So, so, like, at the, by the end of the day, I end up having like you know, 36 40 grams of sugar. Like, which is low. That's
1: good. Exactly.
2: Yeah. That that's For good. for men, I think the the recommend is like thirty-six. Um, really, really hard to hit that. Yeah, um, can't afford to to have too much right. uh, of anything. Um, but But, yeah. So, did you get to your snack hacks? Did I catch you off?
1: Oh. (laughs) Snack hacks. Um, Another, so I'm busy. I'm sure a lot of people listening here are entrepreneurs who are busy as well, right? Um, Instacart has changed my life. Instacart. Never knew I. Oh, my gosh. You get your groceries delivered, and I'm pretty sure it's like $100 for a year. So, you have all the local grocery stores. You can literally go on, click the foods you want. You get it delivered within an hour. It's, within an hour. it's amazing. Oh, yes, that's cool. So that saves hours a week, right? Huh. So that's another hack. Sure. Um. What other snack hacks, man?
2: I got. A, so I got a big question. Yeah. Um, is the meat you eat like like is it uh, like commercial commercially organic. raised? Is, is, okay, yeah. good. It's organic. Okay. Yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah. Good, good.
0: Good. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> I'm not like crazy into like. Yeah. You know but I'm mm-hmm. getting into it. I'm getting into it. My best friend over here, listen in. She is a super health freak. Yeah. She's getting, I'm trying to go plant-based this year. Sure. It's a little difficult, but right now, my sole focus is helping women get results. Sure. Focusing on the big, the big things that sure. really move the needle, and then we're going to fine-tune, and then focus okay. Mm. Here's the nutrients you need to really focus on. You know what I mean?
2: What about someone who, on the other end of the spectrum, is, they they feel like they're too skinny.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I, so my body just wants to be 144 pounds,
0: mm-hmm. I think.
2: Um, I can like, I just can't gain weight no matter what. Because
1: you stop when you're 80%. <laughs> <laughs> True. You, bulky is hard.
2: Bulky is hard.
1: When, I go to, is when hard. I'm going to
2: Israel and I'm having whatever I want, I'm, just, like, still, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was actually, like, excited to get back and, like, oh, it might be 150. Like, I'll have some, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to carve, you know, I'll carve up and, you know, at F45 and... Uh, <laughs> But I guess F45 is part of it too, like the, right. high, the really high-intensity workouts, like four or five days a week. Um,
1: but mm, what type of training is that?
2: So it's it's high-intensity uh, high interval training, but like, so Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday are strength days, and I go on those days, and then I go on Saturday, which is like a cardio day. Okay. And um, it's, but even the strength days, it's like...
1: A Circus. lot of cardio.
2: You know, it's not like yeah. it's not like what I used to do in LA Fitness. Like, you know, just purely focusing on muscle groups. Right. Right. Um, but I love it. Right. Uh, I, I think it's fun. I like the people there. And uh, again, I just like to be fit. But like, for, but let's say for someone who's struggling to gain weight, they want right. to gain weight. They want to be. They want to build a little bit of muscle, right. but they're they're having a tough time. What do you What
1: do you usually recommend? Right. So in order to gain weight, you have to be eating more calories than you consume. Uh, eating more calories than you burn. Okay. So if you're focusing on Seems the, easy. Into your, right. It's very it's very simple. So if you're focusing on cardio, burning calories, circuit training, keeping the heart rate up, you're probably going to be burning a lot of calories, right, on top of your basal metabolic rate. So we burn calories just right now at rest. Me on a day, if I were to sit in my bed, literally lay there and do nothing, I'd burn about 1,300. I'm about five feet.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, yeah. Are you so, kidding me? I mean, our brains have to work. Our heart has to beat. Blood is flowing. Our bodies are moving. You know what I mean? So you so, really okay? Yeah.
2: Really so so at rest, calories, if I then. were to do
1: nothing, I burn about twelve hundred. Um, if I were to work out, let's say I were to do like an hour lifting session plus twenty minutes of cardio, I'd burn about an extra four or five hundred calories.
2: I feel like it kickstarts like your metabolism the rest of the day too, and you're burning more yes, at rest. If yeah. If you're doing it's,
1: weights, right? Okay. So let's only not
2: not cardio is not going to do that.
1: No. No. Uh, HIT training can, regular yeah. cardio, so I not so much, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's just a simple means to burn extra calories. So let's say, like, to maintain my weight, I would need to be eating, let's say, around like 17, 1800 calories to just maintain. Mm-hmm. In order to gain weight, I need to eat 1900, right? That extra 100 calories can go towards muscle building.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you can't be eating, like, you got to eat enough protein as well to get protein synthesis going you know what I mean you got to build out those muscles but if you're eating four ounces a day come on (laughs) four ounces that's about that's about 30 grams of protein yeah for you at 144 you need 144 grams of protein Uh 130 Uh
2: to 144 Uh and add add on another 30 for my bone broth protein I probably do that four or five days a week though I don't even do that every day um I'm not so like I don't know I'm just like conflicted um you know, like I, you know, you here in America, like you know, we're, we're protein holics. You know, a lot of a lot of us are having yeah, way too right. much protein, so
1: which is true.
2: Yeah, so but, I'm trying to find like a good balance, you know. But
1: um, Alan Aragon, Brad Schoenfeld, I get this research from them. Yeah. Keep yeah. in mind, I trust certain people. There's yeah. a lot of people with BS. They say you need. I think. Well, a lot
2: of people that think they know too. That,
1: that, right. They just don't. 0.9 to one gram per pound of body weight. 0. 0.9
2: to one.
1: Point point nine to one oh. gram per pound. So I'm one hundred twenty. Okay, I need so I around one hundred twenty grams. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but obviously, unless you have like, what is it, liver kidney issues, you got to get that checked. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, in order to actually make it damaging, you have to be eating like double that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was research done that like any
0: sure.
1: any more is unnecessary, but that should be sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: So this. Are you ready for some, some tough questions? Sure. Yeah, this is uh, something I definitely I really wanted to talk about. Um, your last podcast episode. You don't do your podcast anymore, but I highly recommend that people listen to this one. It's like twenty minutes, and uh, it's called I think it's called the Gift of Singleness or or
1: How to embrace like being single. How to embrace yeah. being
2: single. Yeah, but in it, then you talk about the gift of singleness. Why? Yeah. Why is it? Why do you view it as a gift?
1: Well, I can just go ahead and backtrack my story a little bit. Sure. Um, I'm not going to get too personal or anything, but last person I dated, great guy, great, great relationship. um, And, you know, I can see something, a future with him, right? And there's not a single thing wrong with him. We dated for over a year, and I was just like, wow, this guy's like perfect. Not a single thing. Not a single thing. Maybe a few little, but we haven't gotten a single fight. It was just like, really? wow, this is a God-given, yeah. great, great relationship. Right.
2: Yeah, it's like my my parents. I don't even understand couples that fight like every week. Right? I mean, it just doesn't. I, I, I don't I, think I, I didn't grow up seeing that ever.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's awesome. But, anyways, great relationship. And I remember one day he he was planning on going to the military. And one day, he just called me. He's like, "All right, this can't work." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And he goes, uh, he "Said something about." You know, his brother um, broke up with his girlfriend after three years, and he's just like, I thought about it, and he's like, I'm gonna be away for the next 10 years. Like, long distance, it's not fair to you. It's gonna be It's going to be too much. We're gonna see each other once, yeah, maybe twice a year for the next 10 years. And I'm like, all right. We've
2: we'll seen each other 10 to
1: 20 times.
2: Right, because right. And we close.
1: were in a long distance at the time. So I realized, I'm like, all right. Take how a step long, back. How long
2: distance?
1: Uh, I was in Boston, and he was in Florida. And so I realized, I'm like, all right. Took a step back. A little heartbroken, just kind of, you know. And I realized, I'm like, all right. You know, I'm a big Christian, big believer. I was like, all right, God, what, what's next? Like, what's the next step? Why did this happen, right? And I just got, boom, business. That's around the time uh, that I started a business. Mm-hmm. And so that started getting, that planted in my head. I didn't start until March. This this breakup was a few months before. Sure. But I had the idea of business. I'm like, Man, hmm. Maybe this is time for me to take advantage of it. No distractions. I'll focus on my personal development. I was pretty mature, I'd say, at that age. But I'm like, there's so much potential growth. I'm like, what do most people do? What should most people do when they're single that they don't do? Personal development, right? Doing something that wouldn't slow them down, right? Start a business. Start that podcast. Start that Instagram page. Focus on yourself, Because you're going to attract the person you become, not the person that you want, right? Right. Right? I eventually want to be with a businessman, Uh right, who's already successful, who's already crushing it. How am I going to find him if I'm sitting on my bed sulking behind my phone, right? (laughs) Kind of
2: like you you get what you give, too. You get what you put out there right? in this sense, yeah.
1: You track the people in your life that you are, right? Mm. You know, if I'm focused on going to business seminars, right, if I'm traveling the world going to business seminars— Chances are, I'm probably going to meet someone there. But if I'm going to the bar every weekend, drunk, what kind of guy am <laughs> what I? What kind to of meet? guy? A yeah. guy who's after work,
2: yeah, long yeah,
1: yeah. day, just wants to get drunk. Mm-hmm. That's a person I'll settle with.
2: That's why. That's why I was I was telling Ash earlier, like I I'd never go to a party, like a house party or a yeah. or a bar anymore. It's been a really long time. Why? Like you know, what am I, what am I, you know, attracting? Who am I going to find right. there? Um, and the Yeah, the people that I did meet there, like it never, like it never ended up well. Like they're,
0: you
2: know, I won't get into it, but, um,
1: (laughs) I got to hear about those, but, you know. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But, um, so I was, I was listening to that episode of, of yours, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, how to embrace being single. Um, actually, before I get to that, do you think you, you would be where you are in business? today, like if you if that relationship like persisted and it was like still going on, maybe he didn't go off into the military, he's still here. Do you do you think you'd be where you are today?
1: Um that's hard to say. He was not business minded. So I would say no. Mm. Because I had laser focus, laser vision, laser focus. You'd be
2: putting your energy into him.
1: Energy into something completely else. I
2: I feel the same way. I I look at so many women in my past, in the uh, in my past, that I that I just wanted to work out with, right? Like, oh my gosh! And like they were like they were everything to me. And right. I and then I look at it today, and I'm like, wow, thank God!
1: And thank God it didn't work out,
0: right?
2: Not only like because they're just like I was going off after the complete wrong type. I was like going after like party girl, you know. Right. Um, but I was, I, I, there's so many things in my life that I wouldn't have mm-hmm. so many things I wouldn't have done. Right. Uh, like, like, thank God, you know, I, it, I, I just have, I've had more energy to focus into, you know, that podcast, right. that, that business, you know, and right. the, you know, the books. Um, and I just don't think that it would have happened if I was, uh, with someone. Now there's right. like a time and place you know, for, for being, you know, with someone. Um, I right. just don't think that, you know, my early twenties, you know, or from like 18 to 22, it hasn't been that time. Right. Like it, and, and it, I'm glad it wasn't.
1: Right. You know? right. I, and you know, a lot of people, the thing is a lot of people think that, okay, well, I don't want to start a podcast. I don't want to start a business. This is what I value. I value connection relationship, but and I was kind of, I kind of had that mentality at the time. I'm like, I don't know if I want that that bad enough. But then I stopped and I realized, I'm like, wait a sec, Kat. This is not about you. Mm. Who can you impact once you start the business? Who can you, in, like, influence? Focus it's on not, yourself. It's about your and purpose then, and how, what and you can do to serve, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: and then you're, fo- you're, you're, you're really, fo- right. by focus on yourself, you're focusing on other
1: right.
0: people in a way. Right, Yeah, cool.
1: Focusing on my business and, like, that's how my business grew. is like, okay, but the people first. Mm. I create a product for the people. I give them what they want, right? That's just business, you know? And so I started focusing on that, helping people. And then that gave me a sense of purpose. Mm. That gave me a clearer vision of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I started meeting amazing people as a result. I started traveling more, going to these events. No distractions. Oh, my God, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And like, well, if me and my future husband, yeah, I'm not rushing it.
2: Exactly. I'm not forcing it either. I'm not
1: focusing on it. Sure. It'll come.
2: Yeah, you know. I, you know, there's a friend friend uh, of mine, um, Mark, that you know we've both been single for a little bit, and you know he, uh, you know we were we were both guests on this one podcast like together, and mm-hmm. we were having this discussion, and he um, he kind of is focusing on it, like he is, try- he Pursuing. he does want to like put effort in and like to like make something happen like he feels like he needs that and and we were like going back and forth on this and i i'm just like nah, i'm like exactly what you said right not trying to force it no rush and then i I was like you know guys this is this is the last time these are probably in all likelihood the last few years if that that i will ever be single in my entire life like let me enjoy it now because it's never gonna happen again or you know Right. Yeah. So.
1: And it's not like I'm definitely not the person who screws around or, you know, does any of that. Like, I honestly think that that's a waste of time. Like, yeah. it's another hindrance for my success. And it's like, I see a lot of women do that. They're like, I need to get it out of the system and whatever. I'm like, I've never had that need. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put that same passion exertion, whatever, towards my business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, the thing is, is I know what I want. Eventually, the next person I date, I'm going to marry him. You yeah, know? Yeah. But anything that falls short of my values... You, are, you, are you
2: attached to that? Like the next person you date, you think... I
1: mean, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Otherwise, I think it's a week. So you wouldn't
2: date that. Well, I would you, date someone you with potential. Get... Yes, yes.
1: Potential for marriage. Well, but
2: what if you... Yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't if, work out, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just
1: bad luck. But yeah. but yeah, I date with potential. And if it's like mm-hmm. someone I truly don't see a future with, I'm like, I can't waste my time. I don't want to sure. waste your time. You know what I mean? That's what I would... You know. So
2: what kind of, what kind of, what are you, what are you looking for then? There's a reason Oof. I'm asking this question because I have a follow-up.
1: Okay. I know
2: it seems like a weird question to ask.
1: What am I looking for? <laughs> On a podcast. So yeah. what am I looking for? I'm looking for a leader. Sure. A leader who helps me grow. I'm looking for a faith-based man, strong morals, you know, someone with strong morals who has the same morals as me, we would just connect well, right? Um, family-oriented. Um, I don't know. I'm not like, yeah, looks are important. Attraction is important. But that's not like my sole focus. He doesn't have to be a fitness guru like me. He doesn't have to be, you know, look a certain way. But I have to have, I don't know.
2: Sure. Yeah. So my follow-up. Um, so I heard you on that podcast. And I this is a direct quote. If a man is going to come crying to me about his stupid insecurities and,
0: <laughs> so, so I don't remember. So, that. So,
2: then mm-mm, nope, gotta grow up because your girl is on a mission. All so right. I got the impression there that like, d- like does a man have to be perfect?
1: No, no, definitely not.
2: Definitely no? not.
1: No, but I mean, <laughs> dang, that came off really harsh. I guess you got to. Sorry. <laughs> no, you have to. You have to hear everything in context. Um, yeah, oh, of course. Of course, of course. Of
2: course. The, look, I... Dang, I felt
1: sassy there.
2: <laughs> I, I, It was like probably like 12, 13, 14 minute mark. You know, the yeah. after, like the end of 20 minutes. Right. I was, like, I, I even, like I told you, like, I, I loved that episode. I was, right. like, I, I really liked it. Even yeah. though you kind of gear, like, you talk to women. Yeah. Um, Like, I, as someone who's been single for, like, over two years, yeah. I was, like, really loving that episode. Good. Yeah.
1: No, perfection. Absolutely. No one's perfect. Like, that's just unrealistic, having unrealistic expectations. Someone, I guess, like, more so someone who's needy, I guess. It's just not my type, you know? I Like needy. I said,
2: ah. it's needy, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, more yeah. so, like... What do you view as needy? Huh? What do you view as, like, needy?
1: Um. What do I view as needy? I guess someone who... Someone who hasn't fully matured or Mm -hmm. like fully found their worth and fully established what they want in life and everything and seeking that, you know, validation from an outset from me or from asking more of me than what I can actually give.
2: Yeah.
1: Asking too much of me. You know, when they should be putting their attention on their faith Mm -hmm. or in their family and their purpose. You know what I mean? But asking too much of me that it drains me, if that makes sense. I
2: think you can spot neediness. You know, a, a needy man, even by the clothes. Now, they're not indica- They're not like.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They're not like you know. Th- this is not like the nail in the coffin, like for right, sure. But right. like, you can definitely spot potential neediness by the clothes a man wears, by the car he drives, by the watch he wears, by by, by, his, <laughs> by his need to rev, am- rev the engine. You right. know, uh, I think like that's that also can insecurity. all be, yes.
1: Which is kind of sad. Need
2: that's for like sad. validation. Um, I think those are all like, right. those could definitely be potential indicators right. for sure. I I don't know. I think of it like that you know, sometimes. Yeah,
1: but. look for the red flags. Yeah. But, and that's not, those things aren't important to me, like sure. the nice car, the nice job. It's more so like, I think success is a reflection of who they are, mm. what they value, what they put first. Sure. How driven are they? Like, I'm, I'm attracted to people who are driven, right? People who put in hard work, hard work, you know, is mm-hmm. so important to me. And the fact that they're already there, that they're already reaping the, the fruit of the root, the hard work, then that's what's attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm not honestly, I'm being dead honest. I don't need a mansion one day. I don't need X, Y, and Z. Like, that's not what I value and I've learned, you know? Money is truly.
2: So, so what do you want your life to be like?
1: Purpose. I mean, yeah. not, not. sorry, that was the wrong word. Um, <laughs> that was the wrong word. It's more so, I, I just purpose want to change, uh, change lives. Change sure. lives. Make an impact. Sure. That was the word, impact. Yeah. Impact lives. sure. And right now it's through fitness. I know I'm going to evolve eventually. What's next? What's next? I think In this year and um, beyond?
0: And this
1: year? So this year right now I'm focusing on building a, you know, one-on-one coaching business. So right now I'm hiring yep. coaches. I can delve more into that um, if you want to. But right now I'm trying to build that business, more personalized coaching, changing women's lives through there. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually get into motiv- something motivational. Speaking. Yeah. Like, YouTube is my next step too. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, it we're, we're is. It about is. That, yeah, Podcast was time.
1: great. Um, but I, I got to get behind video because
2: mm-hmm. I feel like you can
1: connect better with people.
2: Video is the way.
1: It is. Really I is. loved podcasting, I'm, but mm-hmm. I want to like engage with people, you know, mm-hmm.
2: like be there, you know.
1: And plus, I have a goofy humor and I feel like it's easier to be goofy through video than, you know.
2: Maybe a TED Talk in your future. Yeah. Huh? Maybe a TED Talk yeah, in your future. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would be, yeah. I look forward to it. I look forward to watching your, you know, your speeches. I look forward to watching your TED Talk, Catherine. This has really been uh, an excellent conversation. I, I really enjoyed connecting with you today. I enjoyed hanging at Kava with Ash and, and you, and uh, it's been a really enjoyable experience. Had a lot of and fun. Great. I appreciate Great. you. Yeah. Cool. So my final question sure. is if you could teach a course at a university, a course of your creation or otherwise, what would it be?
1: Oof. Dang, I was not prepared for this question.
2: Nobody is.
1: Oof. What would it be? I think it would definitely be Mm faith-based. I think I really want to help women find their purpose and not waste their young lives working a 9-to-5 job, like helping them figure out their purpose in Mm. life and using my faith to inspire women and that's a really tough question. I don't have to really think about that. But um yeah. yeah. I would definitely intertwine business and faith. Teach a course along those, mm-hmm. those lines. Mm-hmm. But dang.
2: At mini but mighty at mini but mighty store on Instagram, mini but mighty co. Is yes. There, is there anywhere else? Anything else that you
1: uh, I think those are it. Yeah, yeah. YouTube's coming soon. YouTube's you can search my name, soon. Catherine Nash, yeah. but videos that's, are coming soon. That's what I'm
2: saying. I, I was I was telling Catherine she's got three videos and 430 <laughs> subscribers, and like just imagine if she like I have like
1: I need an editor. I have
2: like hundreds of videos. Granted, I use it as like a as like a library, as almost like a cloud storage, not even. Yeah, anything. right. <laughs> but I have I have hundreds of videos and. Uh, Sixty some subscribers on YouTube. Like I, I just don't use YouTube. I don't yeah. put podcasts on YouTube. Every now and then I do, but right. um. But yeah, Catherine on YouTube, Cat on YouTube is gonna be a thing. So oh, Catherine yeah. Nash, I appreciate All you. Right. Thank you very much.
1: That was a lot of fun.
0: We've reached the end of this episode of Growth Mindset University. For more keys to success and methods to inspire your entrepreneurial spirit, head to jordanparis.com slash course and enroll in our free course to elevate your podcast to the next level. Be sure to pass the show along to someone you know who will benefit from the lessons learned in each episode and we'll catch you and them on the next episode of Growth Mindset University.